smell honey y. Very honey y. I like it. Good. Me too. Takes me back to childhood. <laughs> when things were simpler oh, and simple. life was sweet as honey. Simpler time. <laughs> Interesting. Jada, are you going to keep barking or no? All right. Well, you let us know, hey? Huh, yeah. Keep us informed. <sighs> keep us in the loop. Well, always happy to keep people in the loop. Cheers. Yes. Cheers. Cheers, school. Salud. I used to know the Korean one too. Hmm. But I don't. I know. Anyang. Anyang. And Saranghae. What's Saranghae? I love you. Oh, that's nice in Korean. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. There's other Korean words that I. If I heard them, I was like, I, I would know what they mean, but I don't want to try to say them. And be offensive. <laughs> yeah. Is it because of all the K-dramas and K-pop in your home? Um, Yes. And we had a lot of Korean uh, foreign exchange students in our high school. Oh, yeah. So I also used to and possibly still can write my name in Korean, like phonetically. No way. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Fun little things you pick up. <laughs> <laughs> when they did... um. Take your kid to work day at my mom's company. It's a Japanese-based company. Well, she's retired now, um, but they taught us how to basically write our names in Japanese. Mm. Um, but there's not a good translation for all the sounds, just like how there sure. aren't letters for Japanese sounds yeah. in yeah. American English. So, yeah. Uh, welcome to Shades of Grey's podcast. Yeah. Did you miss us? Could you tell? Interns? It's the same it's, podcast? It's still the same podcast. It's still same us. People. It's still us. Uh, as of right this second, it is the last day of January 2021. Yes. Many things have happened. Survived. <laughs> Many things have happened. If you're just waking up from a coma, <laughs> you've been asleep for 13 months. Can you then, give uh, me these 17 shots before I go into a coma? <laughs> That's from Teen Girl Squad, which is a Homestar Runner uh, thing. Oh. <laughs> I think you and Andrew really would have liked that. If you had had mm. a slightly better internet in your home growing up, oh, you would have been all about it. <laughs> yes, or any. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're back. So we realized maybe weekly podcast was an unattainable goal. Yep. As Katie is a full-time mother of two and mm-hmm. artist and... I am a full-time employee, and yep. we're both humans. Yep. Yeah. Which is hard. Got a lot of things going on, <laughs> you know. So then we weren't really able to get out of our houses for a while. Also that. For a lot of things. And Katie has an immediate family member that's immunocompromised. Yep. So we've been very careful. And now... Now there's a vaccine on the horizon, so, you know, things are looking up-ish in some ways. Yeah. Uh, we got a new president, which is... Oh, thank God. ...better. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, Everything's fixed. Just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> it, um, is, it is much nicer, though. It is it really nice a, to just not hear Trump's name every fucking day. Yeah, it's one less thing to be anxious about. Um, we lived through a lot of political unrest Mm -hmm. in the way of 
people storming the Capitol. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that happened recently. It feels like it happened a while ago, but it wasn't that nope, long ago. It was like in the last few weeks. Yeah. It was this month. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's been a very long month. And protests this summer about police brutality mm-hmm. and Black Lives Matter. Yeah, it feels like things really sort of took a new turn where more people, more eyes were opened. Mm-hmm as to what is going on and what the reality is for a lot of people. So in some ways, it's really nice. It's been like there's been sort of a revolutionary spirit in the air. Yeah, greater awareness that it wasn't like Martin Luther King and Rosa Parks fixed everything and then it's over and now everyone's equal. Yeah. Like racism doesn't exist anymore. Actually, the problems (laughs) continued and were perpetuated by issues of that time. Yeah. Um, So that was as, although there were lives lost and that's what the protests were about. And I do think people were killed during protests as well. Yeah. um, That was a really good, like you're saying, way to, bring attention yeah and yeah. I, I think it feels it was, like we're living through history you know it's like what yeah what would you have been doing in the 60s like during the civil rights movement mm-hmm. what what would you have how would you have been reacting in um, nazi germany when people were being targeted by yeah. the police who were doing what was legal like mm-hmm. yeah super interesting yeah and also, I mean, I'm not a and mom, scary. but right, a horrifying <laughs> time to be like raising young people. Hard to explain. <laughs> I have a friend who is currently pregnant and found out that she's having a girl, and she's like, I'm excited, but I'm also so scared to like raise a woman. Yeah. And I'm like, I get it because in some ways it feels easier to raise a boy hypothetically to hypothetically, just be like. I think it's almost scarier because what if your boy hurts someone else, you know? Right, right. And all you can do is just be like, everybody (sighs) is people. You have to give everybody the respect and Mm -hmm. love that you would want. And um, I was unemployed because of the pandemic. Mm -hmm. Uh, Unemployed March 2020 because a lot of people were too. <laughs> yeah. And then was unemployed until August, um, at which point I took a job. I'm working for a reception at a law firm. So mm-hmm. I've been there for a few months. It's like a big adult job. It really is. It's a grown-up is. job. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 32 hours a week, which is nice. Going from shift work of like mm-hmm. six-hour shifts Busting it as hard as I could for those six hours and then going home. Yeah. It's nice to switch to like, okay, I have 15 minute break in the morning and at night or in the evening and then I have an hour for lunch. Yeah. Rather you can than like plan out your day. It's a little more regular. You know what to expect going in. It's very weird to have an hour for lunch. I was so used to like That's a long time. That's sitting long at the lunch. end of the bar and like shoveling food into my mouth yeah. and then being like, okay, hang on, I'll be right there. And now I'm, like, done eating my salad, and I'm like, oh, wait, I still have half an hour to do whatever I want. So nice. (laughs) Relaxing. Yeah. It's been good. It's stressful. A lot of the stress is on, is from my own self to do things perfectly. 
Really? You? <laughs> that's how it <laughs> Turns out that's difficult to achieve. Um, huh, perfection? Are, are you sure? Wait, what? <laughs> Seems pretty attainable to me. Oh, screw you. I'm brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> um, all of the lawyers go by their three initials. Ooh. But some of them... Like serial killers. <laughs> yeah. That's three names. That's three names, yeah. Um, oh, hi, Jana. You can probably hear her paws Little on the floor. Clickety-clack. Hi, honey. Jade is here. Our podcaster. <laughs> what, what do we call her? Pupcaster. Pupcaster? Yeah. Um, so know, it's been so long. I don't know. <laughs> so, like, there's James Curtis... But he goes by Jim, but it's really JGC. So it's like you have to know, or if someone says Mr. Curtis, like you, you have know to know that all the different ways to refer to all of them, and there's 17 of them. Oh, so good luck! So, <laughs> like, so many names, and you interestingly, like flashcards. I yeah, and then I'm only working with half a face because everyone is wearing masks. Oh yeah, so I couldn't even really pull up their image in my head. And be like, oh, yep, I think that's that person. Like, they have the sparkling blue eyes. And <laughs> for some of them, I was like, okay, I think he normally wears like a Nebraska Cornhuskers mask. I think it's that guy. Yeah. Like, but I was, somebody was asking me, like, do you even know what everybody's full face looks like? And mm. I, I'm like, I don't think so. I know a lot of people's faces. Well, maybe is, you'd seen pictures or something, like their headshots or whatever they would call them in the professional. Yeah, I think it's a professional headshot. <laughs> um, profile picture? I mean, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. But we do all kinds of stuff. I've been learning a lot about law and That's a little fun. bit about order. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, <laughs> dun, dun. That's a different show. <laughs> um I sometimes read state Supreme Court cases in my downtime, and I read this really interesting case about a malpractice suit where this person was having pain, and I read it a while ago, so I might not get these details right. They were having some pain. They had a history of endometriosis, mm -hmm. um, so they went to the ER, and the doctor and the nurse were like, it's probably just your condition because it was something like in the like lady parts region. Sure. Some sure. kind of pain there. It yeah. wasn't like in her arm. And then um, so they sent her home. Mm -hmm. Well, then 24 hours later, she went to a different ER. She had some kind of infection that spread so quickly. They had to amputate all four limbs. What? No joke. How? It was some sort of like systemic infection. And I don't, I think it was from a UTI. Yeah. And then it just was like way out of control. That's crazy. It how was so crazy. So fast. That's so fast. So I don't know how long, you know, it had been before she went in the first time. Right. But I was reading this and was like, oh, my God, this sounds like an episode of Grey's Anatomy. Yeah. Like, so then this woman is Barely fighting. Barely believable. Oh, <laughs> it's not even real. Uh, a lion walking in front of my car. <laughs> Based on a true story. <laughs> Close. <in quotes. laughs> um, so, yeah, she was fighting for 
basically a higher payout because there is a yeah. limit for malpractice insurance because otherwise how could you ever quantify the pain and suffering much less right. like re-outfitting your home right so that you can live somewhere that is so expensive with like the, everything any that you would have disability to do and like such a fast turnaround where all of a sudden you have to have all these things uh, just out of the blue and the recovery time which Dude. Hospital stay. And then just like the loss of quality of life yeah. that you had the previously. Trauma that you are experiencing. Oh my God. Oh my it gosh. was so crazy. So, and you know, obviously those people in the first place, that's who they, they're looking at to yeah. like pay for this. But I, I couldn't believe what I was reading. It was super interesting. So, yeah. Um, she just that's... got a very loud bone. Sorry. Oh, she's taking it to the rug. Thank you, darling. Aw. That was so thoughtful. polite. <laughs> so, yeah, sometimes I read stuff like that. Yeah. That's really interesting. I know. Super interesting. Very fun. Um, I stay at home with my kids mm-hmm. and um, been working on some big art pieces. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm hoping that I will have an art show at some point in the near-ish future. That's my goal. That'd be cool. Making lots of fun connections with humans online, you know, through the interwebs, through Instagram. It's a great way to make human connections yeah. right now. It is. <laughs> it's very it is. And it's a lot easier for me yeah. than in-person connections. In-person connections are <laughs> tough unless you're, like, the ultimate extrovert. Yeah. Or I've had a couple glasses of wine. Then I, I get better at it. It does get easier with those inhibitions <laughs> lowered. Yeah. Yeah. Makes my brain a little bit quieter, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Quiet brains. What's that? Just no thoughts? No anxiety? Oh, just less. I was like, wait, does that exist? <laughs> a little less. It's like you can't listen to as many things at once, you gotcha. know? Yeah. This week at work, I don't know what it was. Something about it, like... My anxiety settled very deep in my sternum and, like, mm. ached mm-hmm. and felt like it was, like, radiating out. Oh, and, like, I couldn't that. get a deep breath. Like, but it was just days. Yeah. Of, and I was like, this is terrible. Like, you just usually, needed, like, a release of whatever it was that yeah. was sort of the root of that. Yeah. Usually my anxiety yeah. is not that bad, but it was intense this week. Yeah. So. I'll usually, like, like I'll feel it in my fingertips. Like, my hands will kind of hurt. Like ache or artillery? Yeah. yeah. Just kind of ache, like a deep bone ache almost. Mm. Like not where you can't use them or anything. It's just like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> Tension, I think. Yeah. yeah. I was looking at um, something called calm strips. Have you ever gotten ads for that? I don't think so. It's just like a little, almost looks like a carrot stick. And I, I think it's like velvety, but they have them in different patterns. And you're mm-hmm. supposed to like stick it to your laptop and then like. Just rub on it. Rub it. Okay. But I thought about, like, first of all, how hard would that be to create on your own? Like, Yeah. Yeah. Just, like, find a velvet ribbon and get some double-sided tape or something. And bing, bing, bang, boom. Um, <laughs> but. Follow us for more DIY tips. <laughs> DIY <laughs> self-care. Basically, Laura DIY over here is <laughs> crushing it. Uh, but I got. What it looks like is sort of like these Zox bracelets. They're okay. like these stretchy bands and they mm-hmm. have different patterns, but they say different inspirational stuff on them. And I got one. Hang in there. 
Kind of. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I got one for my sister, Kayla, that was like, you're not your past mm-hmm. or like something like that. And then I bought myself right. this ring. This is Prove Them Wrong. Ooh. But it's just like very subtly engraved on there. It's just something for you. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They're really cool. But of course, since I bought something now, I always get ads for it. Right. <laughs> yeah. It, it's never like, oh, I'm thinking of buying this thing. I mean, sometimes it is that. But mm-hmm. and then you get them. It's, oh, I already bought this. I do not need the ads anymore. So I already know that company Stop showing exists. me those things. <laughs> Be helpful, you know? Yeah. I get tons of ads for Brewmate, B-R-U. Yes. Do yes, you? I have, yeah. Yeah. And I, I keep looking at it. And I'm like, seems kind of fun. Dude, I have one. Do you? Yeah. It's right oh. over there, actually. Right. Um, It's like a thin can holder. Okay. And it's just like a, it's a can koozie, basically, but yeah, it's hard yeah. plastic. But they have them that are like, this one's for wine. This one's for cocktails. This one's for whatever. You gotta have all of them for them to stop sending you the ads, right? <gasps> oh my God. <laughs> get I'm like, the whole line. I already know what it is. Yeah. So you get ads for that. What other ads have you been getting a lot lately? Because mm. obviously we're spending a ton of time on the social internet. Yeah, I'm trying to think. There's a, a few things I feel like recently. Of course, if I just flip through, I'm not going to see anything. No. Um, <laughs> Oh, like skincare stuff? Okay. Because I've been looking up a lot of skincare things because I'm 31 and I feel like I need to do a better job get that. of dealing with my skin. So got like an eye cream, you know, nice. and I've uh, been working on that and uh, got like, I've got chin acne, which is usually it's hormone related for me. Like that's where yeah. I break out when I'm... Uh, a week away from my period and then you know it takes the rest of the time to clear up before it's back oh my god (laughs) and then masks just exasperate all that I feel like oh so I've gotten some ads for different skincare things but the I'm never sure about the companies like they're always kind of like sort of sketchy yeah and they promise a lot they promise a lot of good things for their, you know, peel off masks or whatever they Are have. Those and pimple like, patches. I get ads for that yeah. all the time. I'm like, what even is that? That it's I, yeah, like that they, they, they suck it out or something. Yeah, you can see it. I would like to try that, but I don't know if I want to spend my money on it. It um, almost looks like the command strip Velcros. Yeah, but like on your face. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I've been thinking about getting a uh, pore vacuum. <gasps> yeah. Because those look really fun and like uh, satisfying. Dude. So I might do that at some point. I've been thinking pretty seriously about it. I'd be really <laughs> curious to find out what you think about that because I see them and I'm mm-hmm. like, that looks sick as fuck. Like, <laughs> it looks like fun. I just, I kind of have sensitive skin, so I'd be worried about bruising. Mm-hmm. You know, or like broken capillaries. Getting like a hickey, basically. Yeah. Um, that would be the only thing. So I'd have to research, you know, which one to get. And- I've used a pore extracting tool. Mm-hmm. It's basically just like a loop on the end of a stick for yeah. years. Um, a dermatologist recommended it ages ago. And I always have that as just part. It's like next to my tweezers. Right. Like it's just you nice just, to have you that. You see a, a particularly... 
gnarly blackhead and you're like, okay, <laughs> yeah. let's uh, pop that baby out. Right. Yeah. But I get them so crazy on my back. Oh, that that's, there that's, are, you can't do that yourself. Uh-uh. <laughs> and so, and I remember once as a kid, like my mom would help me with that sometimes and, you know, put the like acne stuff on. But one time she did it and I... Like, it hurts so bad, and it was, you know, they're, like, deep sometimes, and I, like, jolted forward. I was like, (gasps) and she was like, oh, my God, you're being so dramatic. And But Andrew just did one on my back that that same thing happened, and I was like, I will tell you when to stop. It's so much easier to do it to yourself. Yeah. Because you know, like, okay, no, that's enough. Like, but I would wonder with that poor vacuum, like, how much control do you have? Like, how strong yeah. is it? I don't know. Because I, I was reading some reviews on one of the less expensive ones on, like, Amazon. Yeah. And some of the comments were like, oh, this actually is – You, it takes a little while to get, a ha- get the hang of it because it is pretty strong, mm. you know, and you got to try it out a few times to really figure it out. But it actually did work and – like, well, okay. 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 Well, that's, I was showing Katie, we bought a um, Hypervolt Ice, which the I think the main brand of this like percussive therapy thing is called a Theragon. Yes, but it's like a heavy duty massager. Yeah. And it like, it's shaped like a power drill, mm-hmm. but it just like sticks the end in and out and like, yeah. Pummels it's your very, muscle. Very safe for your fragile masculinity. You know? <laughs> if you're, you're worried about uh, getting a fancy little vibrating vibrator. tool, <laughs> no, I would not put this anywhere near anyone's genitals. Oh no, it's no, no, no. way too powerful. Unless you're really mad at them or something. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, not, not advocating violence. Katie's kink is just <laughs> beating the shit out of people's genitals. <laughs> Um, but it's another thing that it's like, okay, if you're going to spend the money on that, we got like mm-hmm. the mid range one, but yeah. there's of course like the mini to go one, but I'm like the motor, it can only be so strong in that size. Like yeah. I would rather pay the money for a good one than buy the cheapy one and then be like, fuck, now we have to buy another right. one. Yeah. So, and that's with the poor vacuum. It's like, okay, are we looking at 30 bucks? Or are we looking at 75? Yeah. Like. And they're, that's kind of the range for those. Yeah. I mean, so, I'm sure like, they get higher than that too. But if I, you're going to spend like a lot of 30, 30, 40. Even 40. I'm yeah. like, well, I don't want this to just be a piece of crap. Like, right. I want it to work. Yeah. Mm. And on the same hand, same at the same time, I'm like, what if I don't like what this does? You know, mm. what if it is really painful for me or like really hurts my skin or something? And then I spend all this money and. Right. And like, know. could you Facebook marketplace it? Would somebody yeah. buy a secondhand one? Ooh, I know. Right? I no. Like, that's Ugh. gross. Yeah. I just bought some bras from Fenty that I couldn't return because it was like. Yeah, I saw that you had posted something about that. Yeah, I just didn't. I don't know what my bra size is, so well, I can't. Uh... <laughs> you're welcome to try these on. I just sort of guessed my size and yeah. I was wrong. Okay. And I've tried to make them work with extenders and whatever, and they're just terrible. And I'm like, Aww. I hate, well, the stupid package in the first place, they were like, never charged me. But it was here. And then I was like trying to initiate a return. They're like, well, you haven't paid for it yet. And I'm like, okay, but... You already charged me for the membership. 
So, and I changed the like preferred payment method from PayPal to my card thinking that might help. They're like, just wait, it will cycle through. It never did. Okay. So it was kind of cool that I got this stuff for free, (laughs) but also I didn't, I wanted to pay for it so that I could get the right one. Stupid. I was on the phone with them so many different times. I'm like, (laughs) fuck this, whatever. So now I have these like very nice bras that I've worn for like maybe four hours altogether. Right. And I'm like, they're technically not new, but like I would be happy for someone to use them. Yeah. Because they're nice. They just don't fit me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So weird. give Rihanna that money, you know? I want that bitch to have my money. <laughs> Take it. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'd rather just Never wear a bra, but yeah, my nipples don't like that. And corporate America doesn't really love that in my case. Yeah, I suppose you have a much different situation than I do. <laughs> yeah. um, my, <laughs> let me tell you this thing about my boss. I was thinking about how we've talked before about like how they have brought up potential shifts in the laws around marijuana in Wisconsin, Mm -hmm. but nothing's totally passed. But in our specific municipality, there's like a $1 fine for a certain amount of marijuana. Like in La Crosse, it's like really low. Um, Good to know. Yeah, right. (laughs) Just, and I I think I'm right on that. I'm not a police officer. It's it's something low or Because they're like, we have to have something on the books, but we don't really care if you have like two ounces or two grams or. Right. I don't know how much it is. Obviously, you're not trying to sell it to other people. You don't have a thousand kilos of. (laughs) You tell how good we are at drugs. We know all the things. We know all the things. Drugs and math, you know? And. Meth, which are drugs and math. <laughs> Combining drugs and math equals meth. Yeah, it's a lot of chemistry. <laughs> um, so science show. is on that list also. You Things get are it. very good. Listen, women in STEM. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> okay. So. so. You know, there is currently the mask mandate in the state of Wisconsin. People went to the Capitol and were like, you can't keep issuing emergency order after emergency order. Mm -hmm. And he was like, yeah, I can. But also the people who are on um, SNAP benefits, like food stamps, Mm -hmm. the emergency order affords them more every month um, versus if there's not an emergency order. So, like, people would lose out on a ton of benefits if it all of a sudden wasn't. Yeah. When, like, it is still an emergency. Like, people are dying in L.A. at, like, almost every six minutes. Yeah. Like, six minutes and 12 seconds somebody dies. Like, it's something crazy like that. So I worry so much about all my podcasts that I listen to of people in L.A. I know. (laughs) I know. So, my boss, my direct boss, was, like... Or supervisor, I guess. Walked by my desk on Thursday and was, or Wednesday, whenever, was like, well, hopefully we won't have to wear these things anymore. And I was, she kind of pointed at her mask and I was like, oh, what? And then she's like, yeah. Did you yeah. get vaccines? Are we all, uh. <laughs> well, so she's had it. 
Okay. She had COVID and was like. But you really are only immune for a few months probably after that. Yeah. They say like three months. Yeah. But it's not like the virus has a calendar and it's like, peace. Like it could be way before that. And it reacts so differently with every single person. And she's talked about fatigue and like basically being foggy headed has mm. really bothered her, which is tough in her position. But I also think that it was a problem for her before too. So maybe she just is noticing it Uh and being like, huh, interesting. Okay. So then I'm like, what are you talking about? She says, oh, well, you know, they're fighting against the mask order in Madison today and blah, blah, blah. And doctors and doctors have proved and proved that masks don't really work. And I was like, no. Well, then why do they wear them in the OR? You know what? And yeah, what? I couldn't what? believe it. She was so serious. So for a while, she had like the chin strap with the like plexiglass that kind of went up. Yeah, and then she found cheetah print masks at Gap that were cheap, so she bought those. But <laughs> I'm not joking. Um, so I just I couldn't believe what she was saying, and I sort of just said, huh. "It will be interesting." To see what happens. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to validate fair. you. Yeah. I, it will be interesting. Also, it's winter in Wisconsin, so you're going to be wearing, like, a scarf over your face anyway. Just when I get out of my your, car. It's nice to wear the mask for a I think while. so, too. Personally. Going from, like, my car into the store or into work, I'm like, yeah. fuck yeah. My face isn't freezing. <laughs> like, I should need some chapstick right now. Anyway, then I'm, like, talking to another coworker about this, and I was like, I'm really – I guess I'm not surprised she said that, but whatever. This woman tells me my boss was on the phone on company time – calling the city and like the mayor and whoever regarding the Hiawatha statue and that it needs oh, to stay because no. it's part of her culture. Her culture. Of she- being white and oppressive to other people. <laughs> <laughs> no joke. Imagine. On company time? <laughs> I'm not joking. Uh, uh, yuck. What? The hell. So there is a there was a large statue of yeah a very large um, cartoonish depiction yes. of a Native American down in like a, the main park along the river in our town yeah forever. I mean, as long as I've been alive, it's been there. But in the seventies and the, like, there's it keeps coming up it's, that people want it yeah, gone. Yeah, because it's offensive. You know, the Native American community who are actually affected by <laughs> who it's about yeah. but also not about because it's inaccurate no but finally recently it did get taken it down it did get taken down apparently finally. this woman spent company time calling and complaining about just that just imagine imagine being the kind of person that that is what gets you riled up is like that's what someone you're else calls about is hurt by something and you're like oh but I, I want to keep it because why? Like Because it's always been here? Did you, I don't know, like just stare at it all the time? Did you have some sort of weird emotional connection? When was the last this? time you actually saw it? Have you, yeah. Like yeah. when have you actually paid attention to it? Are you just mad that something is changing? I have prom pictures taken in front of it. Do you really? <laughs> just like the feet, yeah. Well, yeah, because it's big. It's big. It, it was a big huge. Statue. Yeah. 
Uh, but I do not have an emotional connection to it. Whereas <laughs> against taking it down, like, take it down. Well, it's. I think also like you know, there's been teams who are changing their mascots because they're racist, and yeah. like we're starting to see that, which is really nice. And people who don't like change are mm-hmm. or and or racists are getting offended by that because it's their culture it's their culture to hurt other cultures (laughs) that it has always been called the washington redskins and i'm like okay but like you know who was here before that fucking football team people yeah (laughs) that is mocking like and also you probably wouldn't care if like some other team with like an animal mascot was changing their name to something else like Mm -hmm. if, if the owner was like hey I really like this other thing, so I'm going to change it to this. And it's going to be crazy You expensive. wouldn't give a fuck. No, it's because they don't like change, and they don't think it's offensive, yes. and don't want to hear what people have to say that it's hurtful. Yeah. Or they think other people are lesser than them, so they... And that their thing doesn't matter as much as my culture, which is... My culture, <laughs> which is oppressing people. Oppressing your culture. Oh, my it's, God. It's, it's very important to me. It's so crazy. To be able to hurt other humans, it's, you know? Listen, it's part of my heritage. And if I can't <laughs> use a massager on their genitals, then... then giant racist statue it is. <laughs> I don't make the rules. But I want to. But I do make the rules. <laughs> well, even um, with the people that were... Like trying to take over the Capitol. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So many of them had don't tread on me flags, had Yuck. Blue Lives Matter yeah. flags, which. And then they like killed a cop and so, disrespected the rules. Excuse you. Put down by that authority. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, so, so you don't actually care. No, it's just that was what was furthering your agenda. Yeah. In the first well, place. Well, the don't Maybe. head on me is, like, keep the government out of my life. Yeah. Like, so that a little bit fits because they were like, fuck you, government. Yeah. But then what you wanted was this man to stay in government power. Yeah. So confusing. The, uh, the real- logic. reality show host um, who people have hated since, like, the 80s or whatever. Yeah. Like, the exorbitant wealth display. Oh, dude. That the little guy... Has always been like, hey, this is the actual caricature of this human, mm-hmm. you know, sort of the representation of this kind of person yeah. who is gross and just all about the wealth and the status. Yeah. And, and no substance. <laughs> no substance. Stepping on the little guy. Mm-hmm. And yet that is who you want to lead your it's such crusade a crusade against whatever. It's so interesting. Like, and I, I've had this discussion with not people that were Trump supporters, but people mm. that are Republicans. Right. And we're like, I'm having a hard time right now because I mm-hmm. don't like any of the Republicans and what they're saying. Um. So like my mom, my trainer, yeah. I talked to them and they were like, well, Donald Trump doesn't love you, but you know who else doesn't love you? Obama. Like, no politician is actually no. your friend. No one is there to, like, they're not going to be at your funeral, man. They don't yeah. care about you. Like, that's the grander yeah. point. Don't idolize a person who apparently really wanted to be in power so much that they have paid all this money <laughs> and, like, taken other people's money in order to... Make this happen for themselves. And employed the Russians to make it happen. If someone really 
if someone really is drawn to something like that, a position of extreme power, mm. they're probably not a good person. The kind yeah. of people who are drawn to those positions, who are drawn to those situations, are not the kind of person that you want to look up to. Because how could you do that ethically? I don't think no. it exists. No, no. no well, no, and no. even like that was part of Trump's draw, right? Was he's not a career politician. He's a businessman. Except- so he's not part of this. But it's like, but he deeply is. Yeah. Like, it's, yeah. Yeah, it's two sides of the same coin. It's yep. people who want power, people who want money. He just flipped They're to- the same thing. A different place. And I think about, like, senators and representatives who I like. Like AOC. Mm -hmm. And how much her persona is, I care about my constituents. Mm -hmm. I listen to them. I try to connect with them by doing Instagram lives while I cook my dinner. Like, you know, these steps towards doing that feel like a different wave of political representation. It's different, but it's so hard to get to those top places by doing that, by taking those steps. And a lot of people maybe start off with like... Best of intentions. Best of intentions. And then they're like, oh, wait, I can't get further doing this. So then they compromise themselves. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because how else could you get there? Yeah. Humans are humans. Yeah. And you do little things along the way and then Mm -hmm. are like oh, shit, I'm the person I didn't want to be, but that's too painful to look at, so I'm just going to pretend. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes it's hard to look inside and look at the ugly parts of yourself. Dude. (laughs) Yeah. Or to have somebody hold up a mirror and Mm -hmm. be like, this is who you said you were, but this is who you are. Yeah. And especially if you're surrounded by people who are telling you, oh, no, you are great. Like, Yeah, people who are kissing your butt all day because you're the one with all the money and power. Mm -hmm. Why would you ever look inside yourself? Right. It would lose you everything you've gained. Yeah. Yeah, so um, politics also on the list of things that we are really good at, obviously. Obviously. Um, I know all of the things. um, (laughs) Other fun things involving money and power this month, in case you are one of our many listeners who have just woken up from your coma. (laughs) Um, GameStop thing happened. Yeah. Which was super fun. Yeah, yeah. A whole stock market thing happened. (laughs) Um, Reddit. Uh, the economics Reddit page got people all rearing to go and take out the hedge funds um, that were trying to, I don't know. Do get, hedge fund make, things. Make money off of a failing stock portfolios. You're killing it. Keep stop. going. I have a, a general idea of what is going on, but... I saw a tweet that was like, this month is an amazing month for dudes that love explaining stuff. Yes, I shared that on Did my you? On story. Did you? Did you saw that? <laughs> yeah, it's so good. Katie has a secret meme page, BT Dubs. Yeah, just, it's just my regular uh, Instagram, <laughs> but then I, I'll i have like a serious post of an art or something, and then you can have up to 10 pictures, so I fill the rest of them in with The funny things I have screenshot throughout the week. I like it. It's really fun. Um, Yeah, there was, I, it'll be interesting to see even in six months, in a year, Mm -hmm. what the explanation looks like. Because right now there is a ton of people trying to 
explain it like I'm five. Yeah. <laughs> which is another Reddit yeah. um, subreddit. But it'll be interesting to see what it looks like. And I keep seeing posts that are like, oh, these poor kids that have to take a push in 10 years are going to be like, God damn it, U.S. history. What the fuck? Like, how am I supposed to write my essay about this? <laughs> so many things happening so quickly. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> eat the rich. Let's Dude. take down the big people who are trying to get all the money and power. Um, help, help the little people. Hank Green, who is a YouTuber, an author, scientist, communicator, has started podcaster podcaster yes he started doing a ton of tiktoks where he explains <laughs> things to people they're really good yeah um and also he's like 40 so yeah. it's fun and <laughs> <laughs> hank green is immune from eat the rich if he can say something about such and such an anime and he was like you guys i had that on a ripped VHS before there was dubbing or subtitles. Ooh. Like in college, like one person would so have he's it. like a legit anime A person. super nerd. What what anime was it, I wonder? See, I don't know because I don't know anything about anime. My husband yeah. would know, but um, Hank also talked about how ice is a rock, uh, technically. Ooh. Okay. Which means... Is water lava? And then are you a lava monster? Oh! Are you the heart of Tefiti? <laughs> yes. Yes, I am. Katie has been doing the vegetarian yeah. life for a while. Yeah, for a few months now. Yeah. yeah. Going for it. Again, I've, I've tried a few times and then, you know, given yeah. up out of just inconvenience. And mm -hmm. this time I'm really like, like the smell of meat grosses me out and like I just can't do it man so I'm vegetarian for now and Taco Bell is bringing back potatoes are they I suppose enough people complained about it well so that's they nice. were rolling it back while they figured out the oat based meat substitutes mm. that they're gonna put in <gasps> yay so so we're getting more things yes we love Taco Bell Taco Bell one time I accidentally included our Taco Bell order <laughs> Editing this podcast. But it is very on brand, so it is still there. Um, that was such a weird time because that and a couple other things Katie was telling me about. And then I was like, okay, but seriously, why are you mad at me? And Katie was like, um, what? Excuse you? I'm not. And I was like, are you sure? Because I can change. And Katie was like, no, literally, I'm not mad at you. I'm mad. That was weird. That was a weird time. Uh, yeah, that was a little moment that you... But I was. I was like, heart. here's these three things that prove that you're mad at me. <laughs> and you're like, I'm, I am not. It's okay. I just assume nobody likes me and everyone's mad at me all the time. So. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Shoot. <laughs> That's just life. Totally you know? not accurate, though. Damn. Well, I also try to tell myself that. But, you know, it's just yeah. kind of a <laughs> I, anxiety thing. Being somebody, well, okay, it's sort of hard because we haven't seen people in a long time. Mm -hmm. But... With somewhat regular frequency when we were hanging out with people, mm -hmm. people come up to me and ask, like, does Katie not like me? Oh! Like, she's so cool. I want to be her friend. Or any of no. variation of that. And I was like, no, no, no. She does like you. She does no, probably want to be your friend. Yeah. It's just if hard. I, if I talk to you at all, 
I probably want to be your friend. I probably like you. Or that time if I, <laughs> if I liked a post of yours on Instagram, I probably want to be your friend. Yeah. Like it's just I, it's hard. Know, it's hard. I know I have resting bitch face sort of and like Yeah, and I dissociate a lot. <laughs> Out. I don't know how to talk to people. I've, I've here. You can set your drink on. I've been thinking. Yeah, I keep like trying to use my pinky to like softly set my cup down, really slowly, so it doesn't make too much noise. Um, well, there was one time my family ran into you at Target, and then my mom was like, "Does she not like me?" And I was like, "No, she's she was just at Target no. doing Target things. Like, she said hello. What do you mean?" <laughs> It was I'm sorry, humans. I convinced no, them. I 100% know that this is how I come across to people. Dang it. Except for the cool thing. I don't know about that. I um, think it is part of the, like, silence, though. Aloofness, right. maybe. Is that people are, like... So mysterious. Exactly. <laughs> like, she's such, like, this, like, moody artist with her own thing happening in her brain all the time. Like... Where is she at? I'm so curious about that. Which, like, kind of flows. I mean, it does. Yeah. On some level. And. But. But. Also, I'm very awkward and well aware of that. And I do my best to not come across as awkward as I feel as a human. Mm. I've been thinking a lot lately about I might be neurodivergent in some way Mm -hmm. and I don't really know what way yet but in some way I just had a friend who uh kind of realized that they were autistic they're Mm -hmm. in their late 20s and asked their mom their sister and everybody was like yeah I thought you knew that about yourself (laughs) but there was a a New York Times I want to say article this woman was like I'm 27 and just realized I'm autistic yeah and my friend sent it to me and was like oh damn right yeah because um very often it's underdiagnosed in women and Mm -hmm girls and women get so good at hiding it mm-hmm. that then they can't be diagnosed because it's like, well, but you figured out how to make it work for you yeah. or something you don't really have it. Just very high functioning. Yeah. Right. Because you've had to make it work for you versus yeah. asking the world to like meet you where you're at. Yeah. Um, also, I saw a tweet this week from like disability advocates who are saying like, what's the nicest thing someone's ever said when they've realized you're disabled or when you've told them you're disabled. Mm-hmm. And this person was talking about being on a new job and their trainer mentioned being thorough. And they're like, well, I'm autistic and a Virgo, so I think it's going to be fine. <laughs> I thought you would appreciate that. <laughs> Virgo here. <laughs> yeah, I would, I would hesitate to say I'm autistic, but... Possibly on the spectrum. I mean, yeah. I, I feel like everybody's on the spectrum somewhere. It's all a spectrum. Everything is a spectrum. Everything. Sexuality, gender, brain, gender. Like, it's just life is a spectrum. Shades of grays. Shades of it's grays. It's all shades of grays. <laughs> Obviously, we're not talking about a specific episode in this uh, episode Oh yeah. of Grey's Anatomy. We thought we'd just bring back a... Uh, hey, we're back. We're here. Yes, we're chatting. here. We are going to do once a month. That's yeah. the goal. Yeah, that's the goal. Whenever we find time. Feels much more attainable. Yeah. 
And my husband has a weird schedule right now, so it, and it might be weird for a while. So it's like he's working like two on, two off, three on, three off. And I oh. never know what that is because I don't have a paper calendar that that's I should so I really weird. should get one and write it out. Yeah, I was gonna say that's something I would have to put in the calendar on my phone to be like, yeah, on off, on off. Like how do I know like I can't make plans, but also I'm not really making plans at the moment for a lot of things because we've still got the pandemic that we're living through. Yep. Uh, it's apocalyptic apocalyptic times. Um we haven't <laughs> seen so my grandfather i know i've talked about him before on the pod Mm. is in a long-term memory care unit uh local uh he's not very far but their doors really have been closed since like march 12th yeah so it'll be almost a year since we've seen him but them and the residents and the staff are slated to get the first vaccine in the next week or so good yeah um and Andrew is a delivery driver, so he's in, like, one of the next couple tiers. Okay. Um, What about your son? Um, Well, I haven't had – we haven't had an appointment recently, so I'm not exactly sure when. But once we go back in to – Yeah. His doctor will discuss that, I guess. I would assume he – Probably get it sooner. But also, I don't know if kids are really getting vaccines so much yet. Oh, that's a good point. That's I don't know. That's the thing. I haven't heard a lot about that. Because I don't know if they really tested it much in children. Yeah. It's kind of a... So we'll see. I don't know. And don't know. meantime, variants are popping up. So... Super fun. <laughs> Super chill. <laughs> Love hearing about those stories. Oh, my God. This is more transferable. Although my husband had it. Like, he had COVID. He got it from work. That's true. We didn't know for a few days. Like, he just kind of had a cold that got worse, basically, it seemed like, for a few days. And then he got tested. Still took a few days for it to come back. What happened, you know? Mm -hmm. And he was positive. So he kind of holed up in the upstairs in the bedroom and I slept on the couch which my cat loved he was oh, so excited about it cat. Um, for you know a couple weeks or like a week and a half and none of the rest of us got it I assume we didn't get tested because nobody showed any mm-hmm. symptoms and just kind of quarantined ourselves for like I think like three weeks I kept the, me and the kids quarantined yeah and nothing happened. It's so also, I don't know. It's so weird. You yeah. can't really get tested here without symptoms. Right. The testing yeah, isn't hard. that widely available. And I figured we don't, we'll just assume that we have it, you know? That's like, right. We'll just assume it and we'll just keep ourselves quarantined in a little bubble. Did Matt lose his sense of taste? Um, he, there was something that, like, tasted weird to him. I remember that early on. Like, I, it was like a can of water, like a LaCroix mm. flavor tasted weird to him. And he was like, did this go bad? I don't know. Oh, weird. And I was like, no, it's, it's fine. <laughs> so funny. Cause... And that was, that was it really that way. But it was mostly just like, um, he was very tired. He had a fever off and on. And then it developed into a cough, like a dry cough for a few days. And then it was 
more productive cough for a few days. It didn't last very long with him either. Okay. But I don't know. Yeah, it's crazy how differently it hits people. Yeah. I know people who still are like very lethargic from it months and months after. Wow. Like just, That's so scary. And usually there are people who have already had – have like pre-existing conditions, so mm-hmm. it really hit them hard when they got it. But still it's just like – some days are better, some days are worse, and wow. it just that's is a so scary. Thing. Yeah, that kind of like long haulers is what they're called. Yeah, well, and anything that comes with like chronic fatigue, mm. my God, that's a fucking nightmare. Oh yeah, and talk about invisible disabilities. Mm-hmm. Like, hopefully, you are around people that understand. Yeah, and are willing to like believe you. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, I'm not just a lazy person. I'm not well. Like, yeah. It's not my choice. Hopefully, this whole thing will also help with that in the future. Like, people mm-hmm. with long term invisible mm-hmm. disabilities or illnesses that aren't as noticeable, you know? Yeah. Like lupus and fibromyalgia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Things that you feel but aren't as clear outwardly. What's the um, Ehlers-Dalos? It's like the zebra disease. Yes. Um, I have read the word. I would not know how to pronounce it. Yeah. I don't even think it's Dalos. I think I might be getting that wrong. I know it's like E-H-L-E-R-S. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. That one. It's like hyperflexibility mm-hmm. um, and a bunch of other weird stuff that is like really difficult to get diagnosed. I wonder if that ever comes up in Grace. Probably. There's many, many episodes. Or so we'll just say that it does at some point. Pops. <laughs> that's another one that people get that yeah. uh, or have that mm-hmm. is difficult to diagnose because you have to like basically eliminate everything else. Yep. Or like anything that involves your ovaries, you know. <laughs> Those are. <laughs> Pots is a postural orthostatic tachycardia, tachycardia syndrome. Affects the blood flow, lightheadedness, fainting, and uncomfortable rapid increase in heartbeat. Mm. So they might just think that you're like freaking out. Yeah. Like, yeah, having a panic attack or something, or like, oh, just sit down for a little bit. You'll be fine. Ellers Danlos. I was close. Ah, yes. EDS. The N. Yeah. The N is silent. Society. It's not. I'm just an idiot. <laughs> no, it was close. I totally knew what you were talking oh, about. man. I just wouldn't have uh, attempted was like, it. I don't think Dalos is right. <laughs> if you have an uncommon condition, mm-hmm. we want to hear about it. Let us know. Yeah. yeah if you Comment, have um, stuff. polycystic ovary syndrome. Yeah. Or. Yeah, people get weird around uh, ovary things. Period things. I know. saw a picture today. I follow a bunch of medical Instagrams, mm-hmm. duh, of a cervix. And it said mm-hmm. that if it's like shaped like a slit, it has been dilated for birth. And if it's still circular, it hasn't. Mm. Is that true? I have no idea. I mean, if it is true, then mine's a slit, I guess. But like, <laughs> okay, what if you had to have it dilated for like a medical procedure? I mean, maybe. What if? Do, does that happen often, like dilating it um, for non-birth-related reasons? They s- were going to give me a med to soften my cervix for an IUD insertion, but okay. that's not the same as dilating. See, dilating is like spreading it. Right. So it's probably like 
oh, if your cervix gets spread out a heck of a lot, it's going to be wonky. Like, but, <laughs> like it's not, it's no longer. You think just because it went so wide, like, that I, it would I stay. I would think so, maybe. I just thought that was interesting, like, again, with the gray area. It feels like very rarely is it always one way and always right. the other way. Yeah. Only if there you've had this does it look like ways, this. Yeah, other things that would make that happen. That's just the most common, maybe, you know? Yeah. Most likely. But also, how often are people looking at your cervix if you're not going to be doing having babies? Baby stuff. Baby things, baby things before and after babies. Yeah. I mean, when I, like I said, when I had the IUD, mm-hmm. I had an insertion that went very rough, not poorly. It just was really rough, like uh, six years yeah. ago, five and a half. And then I had a removal and insertion on the same day, mm-hmm. um, and I knew it was going to be rough, and it was it was really rough. Yeah. And then had to do another procedure after that because they found LSILs, which is a sort of abnormal cell in the pap, mm. um, and it's a form of HPV. Okay. But like. I think what is it like seventy five percent of people of women have some yeah, kind of HPV. So like yeah. there's so many speaking of variants. Yeah, yeah. And there's some that cause cervical cancer and some that cause like can cause genital warts. Yeah. And and can cause cancer. Right. Um. So this was a cancer one. So they wanted to look closer at it, and yeah. I had to have what man. What was that called? They they did a biopsy of cervix tissue. Ugh. Ugh. Dude. That sounds like the worst. And I've had lots of bad things happen to my body. <laughs> it was a whole thing. Lots so of yucky medical things. Well, so it, the step after that is a LEAP procedure. Mm-hmm. Um, L-E-E-P. But so they did this biopsy. And because I'd had such a rough time with IUD stuff, I was like, actually, I, I was on vacation with a woman who is a nurse, like an OB nurse. Yeah. And she's like, you need to ask for something before yeah. this procedure. And I was like, oh, I forgot I can do that. So I Advocate <laughs> for yourself. Oh, but I forgot. Um, I just thought like, oh. oh. Yeah, I suppose if they don't tell you like, oh, I you just can have do this, to deal. then you're like, okay, well, I guess this then is I guess I'll just, just rolling with it. Right. Yeah. So I no, called them and uh, was like, I need something. You got to employ the Becky way of dealing with things like just put me under just put <laughs> just me under anything even if becca had to get like my, a stitch in her in oh, her yeah. arm no my mom has said like oh no if i have to go get tested for covid i'm gonna put have to me under my mom cannot handle pain at all her pain tolerance <laughs> is like zero oh my which God. is really funny because my pain tolerance is pretty high. And she's had a couple more babies than you have. She has. And she's had some scary situations. I mean, she had twins. She had me with, like, n- no. I mean, in the 80s, they yeah. didn't have as many uh, ways to, <laughs> <laughs> like to keep you from hurting. And then she had twins. And then she had a really emergency situation with the fourth yeah. baby. Colposcopy. Is the procedure I had done. Okay. Which people were like, a colonoscopy? No, no. Colposcopy. Colposcopy. But also it makes me think of like a colon polyp. Like, but it's not that. Polyp. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So. There's only so many letters in the (laughs) alphabet. (laughs) They all mean things and whatever. Um, So I 
called before, called the like whatever nurse helpline, and they gave me a prescription for Xanax, and the prescription was literally for one pill, and it was like, take this 30 minutes before you come in. So I had to have a ride to the Mm -hmm. procedure, because you can't drive if you're on Xanax. Yeah. And then I... Feel like I'd want to drive after having no. You have to scraped have scraped out of your body oh, anyway. Fuck, I know you have to have a, a ride anyway yeah, if yeah, you're yeah. gonna have Xanax. But uh, so I'm <laughs> sitting there in the waiting room. I've checked in. Yeah. I'm sitting there in the waiting room, and I'm like, okay, okay. I'm taking a deep breath. I can do this. It's gonna be okay. And then I was like, wow, I've gotten so good at meditation. And then I was like. <laughs> No, wait, I think this is drugs. And then I was like, no, seriously, no, I think I'm killing it. I think I'm super good at calming down now. And then I was like, no, I think that's drugs. <laughs> Sitting there having this conversation wow. in my head. For real, I was like, wow. So that's I'm what Sandy's doing. to you. so good at therapy now. I'm so, I know how to make myself relax. I know myself so Can't well. Can't wait to tell my therapist about this. For real, for real, of course. Gold stars all around. I'm going to crush it. And then I was like, ooh, wait, I think that's the drugs. Yep. So then when I went in, she had me, you know, she talked me through it, whatever. She's like, and I told her, you know, I took the Xanax I was prescribed before this. Mm-hmm. And she's like, well, are you, basically like, are you feeling comfortable to consent? And oh, I was like, yeah. oh, yeah, I'm good. Because you can't have somebody with you because COVID. Yeah, they're very drugged out. <laughs> then they can't do stuff. No. Like, So I was like, no, I totally understand all the things you're saying. Yes. Like, I'm good. So it was, she had me, basically, she was like, okay, on the count of three, cough. <laughs> and then she took biopsies of my cervix. Um, and I have yeah. to be honest, it hurt less than the IUD removal and insertion. Mm. Well, I suppose IUD's bigger, isn't it? Or how how big is an IUD? Like this big. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Versus something cerv- to take a biopsy, is like little baby, and then they're just scraping. It's it. less than yeah. a centimeter. Yeah. But the, right, that one was something going past the cervix into the uterus. Yeah. This was like basically a pinchy of yeah. the cervix. Yeah. So that's, yeah, that's that's better. It, it sounds worse, but it's better. I know. So basically, if that didn't look fine, I was going to have to come in for a leap procedure, which she was mm. like, um, we'll talk about that if we have to. So like, I think leaps did are you, pretty awful. Did you look it up? No, I'm scared. Oh, there was a okay. poster on the wall and I was like, fuck, fuck, fuck. I'm not looking at that. So, um, and they, they said, you know, it's not anything that we're worried about. Basically, instead of giving a pap every three or five years mm-hmm. because I had an abnormal one. I'll have to have one every year yeah. for a while. Yeah. Um, it's kind of like with the whole Ivan situation. If I was to have yes. another baby, I'd have to do the like emergency like doctor section. Yes. I don't remember what it's called. <laughs> because you've had a difficult. Because I've had one difficult pregnancy, I would have to at first, like instead of going to see a midwife or something, I they would prefer me to go to the high risk, the high risk, yeah, birth which area. wasn't one of the high risk doctors, the same oh, yeah. ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fun fact that Love I don't, this. I don't know if I've said this on the pod yet. If I have, sorry, but you know, if you just woke it up, it was like a, a year and a half ago. Okay. <laughs> um, when I, when everything went down with Ivan, when he was still in your in utero, after the thirty week ultrasound, which I had had to have because at the original like twenty week or whatever mm-hmm. um, ultrasound, there was uh, soft markings for Down syndrome was okay. the thing. There was like a couple of things they they look for 
what they call soft markings. Um, I think that's what it's called. Which doesn't it's been a while. mean that they're for sure going to have it, but like. No, but they, they want to look again when they're a little bigger. Okay. Basically. And then they also did a blood test and that basically ruled out Down syndrome, but it. Okay. I mean, who knows, you know, yeah. how all that works. But then they wanted me back in for a 30-week ultrasound. Turned out that there was obviously something wrong with Ivan's kidneys. Right. Um, but then after doing the original ultrasound for that at, like, the smaller clinic, then I had to go to the big hospital. Oh, God. And then go to the um, high-risk doctor area. And the doctor that I had for this high-risk thing – uh, I, I mean, it, it didn't click with me because obviously I'd never heard this, but then I was talking <laughs> to my mom later that evening about who the doctor was. And she's like, that name sounds familiar. <laughs> like, I think that's the same doctor I had with the twins. I think it was no with the twins. Way. With, yeah, it was the with, twins. Yeah, it was with the twins because it was a twins pregnancy and she had to be on bed rest for a while oh towards the end. It was the same doctor, and she remembers him being, like, so young. Right. But <laughs> so it was 21 years later. Who I, I think delivered my twin brothers, who yeah. are only two and a half years younger than me. And now you're having a kid. <laughs> and he didn't seem that old or anything. So, I mean, good genes, I guess. Well, I right. Know. And if he was, quote, super if young was then. Like a, like a brand new doc that's I mean, so funny it's so funny i will and i'm sure he's like i've delivered so many babies yeah. like you know what really could stick out but right yeah and i did tell him i was like it's really funny <laughs> was he like oh no way like yeah. surprised yeah i would be surprised if like it was someone that i delivered sibling yeah like that's kind of cool yeah yeah not that he delivered my kid because then i had to go to you know had to go to madison with ivan had to go to the capital the big University hospital Get stabbed and, uh, in the spine many times. Oh yeah, that was the worst. That was <laughs> oh that was me thinking. Oh, I should let this, honey, because it was a university hospital. Oh, honey, <laughs> I signed the thing to let the uh, oh honey the students do whatever like consent for. Oh yeah, <laughs> they can they can do the <laughs> testing and stuff. So my epidural when I got around to that with Ivan, uh, they had a student <laughs> doing it first, and they couldn't get it in. It's the worst. It was the worst thing. The worst part of the entire process. Holy including, shit. Because I was having contractions really bad at that <laughs> point because I was induced. So I was having these quick fire contractions. Right. What's that stuff called? Pitocin. Pitocin. Yeah. And and it was so bad. And then they wanted me to like hunch over <gasps> so I could get the needle between the vertebra. The vertebra in my spine. Oh. But that made the contractions hurt more. And so I'm sobbing. And this poor nurse standing next to me is like, oh, my gosh, why are you doing this? <laughs> and so I'm yelling at the people. And finally, the oh. teacher steps in and gets it in in the first try. Only like, oh after gosh. Katie's husband was like, <sighs> hey. <laughs> like, well, I know when my mom was getting an epidural with either me or Kayla, she was bent over, right? Mm -hmm. And one of the nurses grabbed her hands and was like, okay, come over here. And the doctor, like, screamed at yeah. the nurse and was like, what the hell are the you doing? An anesthetician or whatever. Well, and I don't know if it was another doctor in the mm -hmm. room or if it was the person doing the procedure. Why are you moving them? Do but not do like, that. You're going to paralyze this person. <laughs> like, what the fuck is wrong <laughs> with you? But then also, like, I'm so – I hate any – That had, had to be early on in the – 
Oh, dude. Yeah, epidural. What a fucking age. nightmare. <laughs> um, I also had an epidural with Adeline. Did you? The, yeah, I did. I didn't want to originally, but then I gave in and just went with it. The The best um, birth advice that I read anywhere was like, like, yeah, have an idea of what you want mm-hmm. in your birth plan, but also don't be so married to that plan that you can't change it. Like, mm. just you don't know what it's going to be like. Yeah. And you, you won't either, like, every birth is going to be different and you have no idea what it's going to feel like. Do you remember that TLC show, A Baby Story? Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. they did, like, a marriage story well, and whatever. Those things, yeah. I did, too. And mm-hmm. people talked about, like, okay, we're going to have the tub and the whoever. But then mm-hmm. it, sometimes it's like, yeah, no, we got to go to the hospital. Like, yeah. And sometimes it's like, no, I don't want that thing like that thing that i originally thought would be comforting is not comforting i actually don't want to do this yeah so yeah so don't don't get so married to your birth plan that you can't change and don't be so rigid be like okay it's whatever's gonna happen i mean with ivan it was almost easier because it was such an emergency situation i was like just do whatever keeps him safest you know i'm fine i can do whatever um Unladylike mm-hmm. has a very good pod on abortion also, mm-hmm. talking mm-hmm. about birth and all these things. Yeah. Um, and they just shifted some laws. God, was it in Poland or Switzerland? One of the European countries, they just changed the laws. Where there was like huge uh, protests. Yeah, because one. they said only in the case of like rape or incest, mm. not in the case of like you want to right. or – the baby, the birth will kill you. Like, yeah, they yeah. just changed the birth laws there and people were very upset. People were up in arms. And they yeah. should be. It's not your choice, government. Like, And there's so many, like, little things that can change things. There's so many little, like, okay, rape or incest. But what if you're saying, oh, I was raped and the other person's like, no, that's not what happened. You know, there's so many gray areas. Right. That it's like, so okay, what? But I have I to need... go to trial before yeah. I can do this. And then, like, the clock is ticking on the this. The clock is ticking on all fetus. the things. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. That's super crazy. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah. Birth is weird in, in general, you know? And very individualistic. It it's, it's weird. And yeah. right, like you're saying, everybody's situation is mm-hmm. different. I think. Anybody that has had more than one kid could tell you it was different from birth to birth, but oh, also yeah, just sure. person to person. Person to person. And like, oh, I was 22 when I had Adeline. Mm-hmm. And then three years later, like I was 25 or 24 or 25 when Ivan was born. So I was like, yeah. I'm a different person entirely. Right. Your body is different and <laughs> yeah. your brain is different. and. Yeah, your frontal lobe was more developed. Yeah. And, yeah, totally. So weird. So glad we kept it so light on so our light. first. Yes. <laughs> Welcome us back. We're not getting too intense and things at all. You no, know? but you know what? This is our podcast. So it's our podcast. If you want to have there's a... not that many people who listen. No. Um, no, there aren't. Yet there's such a, such a large amount of that demographic that have just woken up from a coma after 13 months. So oh, surprising. Well, we're so glad surprising. you're so interesting. We're so glad that you're awake and alive. And I'm glad to be making this pod with you because I like yeah, doing it. And I was bummed too. when we stopped, but 
it made sense with schedules yes. and and honestly we didn't like pick to stop it kind of just happened yeah it was kind of like we didn't have time and then Pandemic. other things happened yeah but i like the intentionality of choosing this mm-hmm. and i think once Not a month as often is, and yeah. but we can yeah we'll do what we can and should be able to make it work. We'll Plus, I think I know how to watch something 1.5 speed now on oh. Netflix. So that might I make don't. my notes easier. <laughs> I think I do. <laughs> All right. Well. I, d- I don't know what that is. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hit us up. We are on. <laughs> We're on Instagram. Um, Shades of Grey's pod. Shades of Grey's pod. Yeah, it's at Shades of Grey's pod. Um, Gmail. Shades of Grey's. <laughs> fucker <laughs> shades of grays pod at gmail.com mm-hmm. if you want to email us um yeah. yeah let us know anything you know you can probably comment on whatever app that you're listening to katie's stroking her chin no, here i had like <laughs> there's like a hair that i felt she's very chin. pensive yes. <laughs> yes well mm-hmm. we're gonna go sing at a piano bar on a yacht Oh, yeah, yeah, that sounds like... With Francois? What was his name? Um, Fred. 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 I don't think that was his birth name. I think that was just a name that he had for his job. But, yeah, I do, I do miss Fred all the time. Uh, Andrew did, like, 45 minutes of car- drunk karaoke alone in this house this weekend, <laughs> and we need to catch up, so... Um, yeah, yeah, let's do drunk karaoke, We'll please. see you next time on Shades of Grey's Pod! Yes, we love you, interns! Yay, bye! Love you, bye! Eat the rich.